If you're someone who has always wanted to get consistent clients in their online service-based business without the pressure to post on social media, I made this podcast specifically for you. I'm Leslie Stevens, and I am so excited to welcome you to the Not an Influencer show, where we chat about other organic marketing strategies that you can use to bring clients into your business quickly and easily, and the tangible tips for you to move forward faster in your business, and the stories of the entrepreneurs who are doing the same every single day. You do not have to be an influencer to be an impact maker and a successful online business owner. If you have ever spent way too much time and energy pumping out endless content for social media with little to no clients in return, let's stop doing it the hard way and let's do it the easy way with the client connection method. I teach this method in depth in my free training, how to book consistent clients without having to post on social media. The link is in the description. Go ahead, click it to grab your spot. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited for this conversation today because Tanya is one of the very first people that I thought of when I was trying to decide if I was going to start this show or not. And I was like, she would be just an absolute wealth of knowledge to share with people because not only has she created an extremely successful business, but she's just a fantastic person. So, Tony, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do? Thank you so much for that incredible intro, Leslie. And thank you for thinking about me first and for having me on your show. Um, I'm Tanya Smith. I am an empowerment and business coach for women looking to launch their businesses. Um, yeah, basically using their experience, their skill sets from their corporate jobs into monetizing um, their own businesses. And I have been doing this for about a year and a half now, pretty successfully, if I say so myself. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you don't even have to say it. It speaks for itself. So how did you get into this? Um, It was really organic. Um, I had launched several businesses in the past, um, having transitioned and having used my own knowledge from the tech space. I'd worked in the tech space for 10 years across multiple different industries, across different countries from Nigeria to the US to the Middle East to Malaysia, the whole the whole thing, right? And um, I actually got coached by a business coach um, who advised me. I went all the way to Australia to actually get this incredible coaching by this renowned coach. And um, I said, I want to be like a life coach and a business coach. I want to help people. And he said to me, well, what have you done the past five, 10 years? I said, well, I've done tech. And it's like, have you made millions for the companies you've worked with? I said, well, I have made a lot of money, millions, tens of millions for the company. Um, and it's like, well, why don't you do that for yourself? I get it. You want to do all these things and you want to be fulfilled in the world, but why don't you make all that money, right? And then go do whatever the F you want to do. I don't know if I can trust in your show. <laughs> yes, you definitely can. <laughs> yes, do whatever, do that for about a year. And go do whatever the fuck you want to do, because that means that you filled up your cup so much um, that you can serve people. And I thought, okay, that makes a lot of sense, right? Um, And I did that for a year, quite in a very disciplined way. And um, I'd never been 
you know, unhappy and depressed in my entire life because <laughs> I was so done with that space. And I knew that I had evolved. My soul had evolved so much more out of the space I was occupying. And there was a lot of mutiny. There was no alignment with who I was versus who I was showing up as at work. Um, so I used 2020 to actually um, play around and give my time away for free because I wanted to decide for myself if I loved coaching enough to actually do it without the validation of money or whatever else. So I just coach people for free. Anyone that wanted coaching, old, young students, experienced people, men, women, I coached in 2020 uh, from February 2020 to about November when I actually officially launched. I coached people and I loved it so much that, um, yeah, it became an organic free thing into an actual structured business. Yeah, that's incredible. <laughs> that is incredible. It's so scary and it's so bold to take that chance on yourself. So like putting yourself in that position with that coach where they were like, well, why don't you do that for yourself? It's like, oh yeah, why don't I? But at the same time, so many people wouldn't take that chance and you took that chance and you just completely changed your life and the people's lives who now you get to impact. So when you started coaching for free, did that just organically transition into paid clients after that? Or did you ever feel like there was some type of gap or resistance to getting clients? Honestly, because I did it without the validation or without expectation of money, um, it was a natural attraction of clients. Um, the only thing that I had to structure or had to be quite intentional about was who exactly did I want to coach? Because I couldn't coach everyone, right? Um, and I knew that I wanted to coach people like me, right? People that had very similar stories like me because I understood me, understood my story. I understood my challenges. I understood what I didn't have when I you know, was looking for a coach and when I was transitioning. I understood the, the pains. I understood, you know doing a presentation and speaking and actually having like an out of body experience, like what am I saying? <laughs> Do you know yes. what I mean? Because what you're saying doesn't actually correlate to who you are anymore. It's like, who's this person, right? I had lived that person. I have embodied that story, right? So I knew exactly who I wanted to coach. Um, so to answer your question, I don't think it was, um, it was difficult for me to attract clients. Um, because at the time I was charging close to nothing. If I tell you what I was charging at the time, <laughs> you would laugh in comparison to what I charge now. So it wasn't a big jump from, you know, uh, going from free to what I was charging. It's like, okay, cool. I see the value. Um, I'm just going to pay that that amount because it wasn't a huge amount for, for my program at the time. Yeah. Yeah. Which, I mean, that's such a great way to get started. First of all, knowing yourself so clearly and knowing who you could support the best, but also allowing yourself that space to like, try it out and be like, are these the people I really want to work with? Do I need to work with men? Do I need to see what it would be like to work with a different type of person than me without that monetary value? Like you're depending on it so much for something to work out. Absolutely. Yeah. So when it comes to attracting clients in your business now, how would you say, what's the biggest source of clients you have now? Honestly, when I started, I thought that would be my biggest issue, getting clients. Um, and I psyched myself out and I did all the things and I, you know, launched Instagram. I did some podcast 
but now it's purely organic and I love it. I love that my business is really organic. It's purely word of mouth. Um, I show up on Instagram, but I don't think I've actually, I don't think I've actually solely got a client off of social media, right? It's off of existing clients, word of mouth and, you know, transitioning from one program to the other and then introducing me to their friends or their colleagues or whoever else. So purely word of mouth at the moment, which I absolutely love here yeah, because that means that um, the result of the client are actually doing the work for me instead of me, right? My results yeah. are actually attracting more clients, which is the biggest compliment um, to the business. Yeah. And I feel like so often people get caught up in social media and trying to make social media work that they kind of get distracted from trying to figure out if their programs are actually working. Because for you, you're creating those client results. So that in turn is bringing you more clients where people who get distracted by feeling like they need to be on social media all the time, they're like, why is my content converting? And it's like, what if you backed up a little bit and took time to focus on why aren't your programs creating extraordinary results for the people that you're working with? Because yeah. that can be leveraged so much more easily. So how did you kind of break through the pressure to feel like you needed to show up on social media? Because as female entrepreneurs, there's a lot of pressure to also show up all the time online, especially working with coaches and all of that. So how did you let go of that? So at the beginning, um, I was very new in the coaching space, right? So I wasn't influenced. I just was very conscientious of staying in my lane. And I wasn't influenced by what everyone else was doing. I had my coach. I had the program I signed up for. Um, I had the curriculum and I had the women in that space. Um, but I knew that my program, I knew I wanted my program to be quite unique. Um, so I didn't really have that influence and pressure of showing up at the beginning. What I knew I wanted to do was to just show up and just show up and share my story and mm -hmm. share my program was that simple so I think I started my officially I started my my coaching business in November 2020 and in December I did a launch right I probably didn't sleep for two weeks because I was so excited about it and like all the back end stuff and everything I didn't know but I was like I am like I'm gonna do it or it's gonna kill me <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> just gonna do it. so I just thought to myself I would do a launch I had no idea what a launch was right so I was learning on the guy but I just knew that my uh, my story was so powerful that um it had to be shared and um, I didn't expect anything to be fair. I just thought, I'm just going to share my story and see what sticks. Um, I did that launch in, I think, three days before Christmas in 2020. So this was the COVID year, right? It was the, the year that we didn't know what the hell was happening. And, <laughs> yeah, like, we've gone through the whole thing. And here I come trying to launch a, um, a coaching program for the first time. And um, three days before Christmas, I did that launch. And I think I had maybe 120 signups, which is incredible for me at the time. Um, and maybe just over a half of those people showed up. And um, 
yeah, I had a lot of people sign up for my discovery sessions and they wanted to know what I was about because I shared my story. So authentically, I shared my success stories from when I coached for free because um, those people actually went on to launch businesses. Um, so I just let that do the talking for me. And I had all of these, you know, testimonials and whatnot. And um, off the back of that launch, I, I had clients. I had um, a handful of clients that wanted to work with me in 2020. So yeah, that's, that's how I started and <laughs> went on to, um, yeah, different programs that, um, yeah, pretty much lasted, uh, all of 2021. Yeah. And your results just kept compounding from there. Cause you brought those people on from that launch, you got great results and then they started the bringing their friends in. So it's just this process for you that has worked so well because you've stuck to that authenticity. Mm. And I love what you said at the beginning that you weren't influenced. You were just staying in your lane and you were sticking to what you knew was right. Absolutely. And that's something that I wish I did. <laughs> you know what it is, Leslie? Um, there's just so much information out there. It's just a plethora of information. And I thought to myself, goodness me, we're consuming so much that at some point we're not going to have original thoughts anymore. It's like, what are you actually thinking? What is your original idea? What do you want to put out into the world without any external influence? Like you are the visionary, right? You're the visionary. You have the idea. You have the vision. How about you actually take time for yourself, stay in your lane and put out what you want into the world, minus the influence of social media or anything else anyone anyone else is doing. Um, and that's just how I like to operate because, um, yeah, I know that I know my stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you do. You do. And that's brilliant. And I say this because... I, I've been in that position before where I was trying everything to make my coaching business work. And every coach I worked with was telling me, oh, you have to post on social media every single day to attract clients. Like that's what you have to do very first thing. So I was trying my best to do that. Mm -hmm. And it was so unauthentic for me. Mm -hmm. And I had that resistance to posting every single day. And you you feel that in people and you feel that in their content and things just don't quite quite work and then it gets even more frustrating because you're like i'm working so hard <laughs> and i'm not getting the results that i wanted and yeah. th there was a point i think i took two months off of social media and I realized I had been getting more clients than I ever had gotten before because I was, I was so focused on my work and working with the people I already had that then they started bringing clients in. And before, years before, I would have disregarded that completely. I would have been like, well, I'm not posting every single day, so I'm failing, but I'm getting clients. So it was this weird disconnect about what I was deciding success was. Yes, exactly that. Exactly. And like what actions I was really supposed to be taking. Mm -hmm. So the best thing I ever did was get off of social media for a while and start to look at what was actually working in my business and trusting that if I focused more on that, that the results would come 
even though every day I still see when you hop on social media, how to do social media marketing, or you need to post every single day from all of those people. But it's having that trust in yourself and your programs and what you're doing again, which you have done from the very beginning. Thankfully, um, because I do have a few, you know, friends in, in the coaching space that have become quite paralyzed by the thought of doing anything now, right? You know, launching a service, a product, doing any kind of launches because they have been influenced so much by what everyone else is doing, right? And it took them a few months or six months or whatever to actually launch, right? So they're paralyzed by the influence and they're paralyzed by this false, you know, perfection. I didn't have a program when I did a launch. I just had my story. I didn't have anything structured. It was when the first client came in, I'm like, holy shit, I need to go put together an agreement, right? Like I need to structure this. I need to go put together like a welcome pack and everything. And I did that on the fly. And that was the best thing I could have done for myself because had I had had everything together, if I had everything together, like the, the whole you know, curriculum, the course, everything, I would have been stuck in my head. And my the biggest thing that I'm committed to is just showing up. It's just showing up because, you know, when you said, oh, you know, it feels like hard work. I have worked hard all my life. I've worked hard in my professional business, right? I have worked hard. But the thing is, when you are in the space, um, when you're aligned, right? When you sort of align with your work, you never have to work hard. That's mm -hmm. how I feel. Whenever I'm doing coaching and doing all the things, even the behind the scenes, like the admin stuff, it doesn't feel like hard work because I'm so aligned. It's almost like an extension of me. Right. Mm -hmm. Even for this call, like we had one, one, you know, talk prior to this and it's like, okay, cool. It's just who I am. You don't need to prep for anything. It's just who you are. And that feeling of working hard is when you're in misalignment with who you are. So I just don't do it. I only show up on social media when I feel like showing up and it's authentic mm -hmm. and always have engagement, even when I don't show up as much because it's authentic. It comes out from the high, you know, it's just an extension of me. So, um, I'm really, I really don't subscribe to the idea of what the industry is doing. I'm not saying that it doesn't work. It's just what's important for me is what feels good in my business. And if it doesn't feel good, I'm not doing it at the moment. If that makes yeah. sense. Yes, definitely. And it's not that social media marketing isn't incredible. And I always say that, that social media marketing definitely works and it's a great tool, but it doesn't mean it's the only way. And just like you, I feel like I know way too many people who can do incredible things and have incredible business ideas, but they are so intimidated by the feeling that they have to show up on social media every single day. I know people who haven't started their businesses or they've started their businesses and have waited for months to put anything out there because they have this expectation that everything has to be perfect first. Can I just share? You don't need social media because when I started my business, I, probably, I think I probably had like 200 followers or 300 followers, maybe less than that. And in my first month of my launch, I did over 20K pounds yeah. for my launch. So you don't That's need incredible. social media, right? At yeah. all. No, you don't. But it's so, so hard to disconnect from the things that we see 
every single day, especially when we're trying to start a business. But again, it's trusting yourself. It's like, okay, the proof, the proof is going to show itself to you. You just have to open your eyes and pay attention to it. Yeah. And that's really hard to do. (laughs) It's hard, but, um, I think, I think there's nothing more authentic than than listening to yourself, right? And staying in your lane, paving your way, right? Um, because I just, I just believe that we have the answers and there's nothing wrong with testing it out. And that's what you did as well, right? You tested it out. It doesn't feel really good to me, right? That feeling is your indication that you need to do something differently. That's it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I remember when I shifted my business and I stopped posting, I was like, this feels way too easy. I was like, this feels like it's unfair. Like I'm not working. Like I should be busy or panicking about something because I had been in that space for such a long time. So I was like, I must be doing something wrong. This is too easy and it's working. And I was like, you're sabotaging yourself. If you go back and try and follow things that you feel like you're expected to do instead of the things that are actually working. It's very interesting that we think that we are only successful when things are difficult in our businesses. It's mm-hmm. a condition. I also had to let go of that belief as well. It's like, it's too easy. I'm not working hard. That's exactly how it's supposed to be. <laughs> the, <laughs> yeah. the abundance. That's exactly how it's supposed to be. But we've been conditioned that we're only going to be successful. We've only earned success if we worked really, really hard for it. If we, you know, overcome hell and high water. <laughs> right? Yeah. I, don't, I don't subscribe to that anymore. I made for a life of ease and abundance. And I also called that forward into my business. And that's how I attract, yeah. I attract as well. Yeah. That's, that's amazing. So what would you recommend would be the first three action steps for anyone trying to start their coaching business? Hmm. Very good question. Very good question. I think maybe I have a couple. I won't just do it off the fly. Um, I think the first thing is to really understand the superpower in your story right that that was my my first launch um i think it was called monetizing your superpower right which is your story you are here you are where you are for a reason right there are no coincidences you've done the jobs you've done for a reason you've attracted the people in your life for a reason your network is your network for a reason you like what you like for a reason you have certain skills for a reason but we don't even take the time to understand we don't take the time to actually find links and patterns in our stories like oh my god this happened that happened for a reason right so really go back into your life right and figure out when you felt really powerful, right? And it's like, okay, how can I transfer that into a skill, into something that's so uniquely me that I can pass on to someone else? That is so powerful. That's the first thing that I did, right? So I went through my entire life, like, oh my God, this event, that event, when I was doing this, all of that, right, is identifying the superpower in your story, number one. Number two, 
is understanding what will bring you fulfillment the most, right? Say in 20, 30 years, you're looking back into your life or into your business, like, what is what is the thing that brought me the most fulfillment? For me, one of the things definitely is my clients, knowing that I'm able to transform women like myself, right? I could go three days without eating. Okay, maybe three days is an exaggeration, but <laughs> a full day, maybe a full day and a half without eating because I'm working and I'm in meetings and it's like, I'm so full and fulfilled, right? Because I'm speaking to these women, I'm, I get to experience their transformations that I'm full, but literally I'm full and I feel fulfilled, right? So mm-hmm. what is the thing or what actions, what activities would fulfill you? Identify that, right? And number three, it's just figuring out your own formula. <laughs> and I say this to my clients as well. It's like, what is, what is the Leslie formula? What is the Tanya formula? Right? What is your formula? How do you want to show up in the world? How do you want to hold yourself accountable? How do you want to work? Who do you want to attract? What kind of conversations do you want to have day to day? Right? So it's a lot about self-awareness for sure. Figure out your own formula because you have gotten to where you're at um, now and you've been a success for a reason. But there's a formula to that that you know where I'm. Right? Mm-hmm. For example, I work just to put things into context, I work the best in the mornings, right? So between 6 and 1 p.m., my most productive hours. So guess what I do? I'm very freaking productive. So I don't schedule any meetings during that time because I want to do deep work. That's my formula for being productive, right? One of my formulas is not relying on social media, is actually working on creating results for my clients. That is my formula. Mm-hmm. What is your formula? It could be connection, right? It could be something that you do that's so uniquely you that brings you results. That's different from your superpower story, by the way. It's very different. And of course, understanding your your resource bank, right? That is one of my um, six pillars, understanding your resource bank. Your resource bank, oh my goodness, your internal and external resources. I could speak about it for hours and hours, right? Internal mm-hmm. resources, what do you have that's uniquely you? Are you a natural speaker? Are you a natural connector? Are you empathetic, right? What do you do that's naturally you? Identify those, right, and bring it forward into your business. And number two, your external resources, your connections, your network, and then filling the gap in your businesses, right? I need a marketing person. I need this person for, like, a promotion or whatever else. Like, you need to understand and identify your resource bank, so that I think would be the four. How many did I say just now? <laughs> Maybe more, but I think we had the top four four tips. I love them all. <laughs> <laughs> They're all essential. They're all essential. And I like how none of them are like look outside. They're looking inside and building up that trust with yourself yeah. and figuring out what you are really good at. We're so trained to look outside of ourselves and be like, okay, well, we need to get this to-do list done, or this is how we were told we need to do it. And as an entrepreneur, you have to flip that script and it might take some trial and error. Like I tried social media. I tried a bunch of different methods that didn't work for me. But if I was never willing to put myself out there and fail at those things, 
I would have never figured out what I was actually good at or allowed myself that space to be like, okay, Leslie, you've got to back up (laughs) and figure this out first. And then you can move forward more powerfully and more easily. That's the whole point. It all starts and ends with you, right? It all yep. starts. Please, of of course, use use external resources as and when needed, but realize and know in your heart of hearts that you have the answers. Yeah. (laughs) Well, Tanya, thank you so much for sharing your story, showing people what is possible without feeling like you have to be pressured into doing things that aren't very comfortable for you and just being a walking example for everybody out there. So where can everybody find you? My absolute pleasure. Thank you so much, Leslie. Um, I am on social media at the Tonya Smith brand. You can find me. I do monitor my Instagram, even though I'm not as active, but I do post all the time. And my email, uh, sorry, my website is uh, the Tonya Smith brand. If you leave um, like an inquiry, I will reach out to you directly via email as well. Perfect. And I'll leave all of your links below the video so that very easy for people to find you. If anyone wants to be connected with her as well, you can reach out to me. I would be happy to be a connection point because she is just a powerhouse. So thank you so much for spending your time with us today. Thank you so much. My pleasure. My pleasure. If you want to learn more about different marketing strategies to bring consistent clients into your business without feeling the pressure to post on social media, make sure you watch the free training on the client connection method, which is in the description below. Thanks for hanging out with us today.